Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Underground USA. back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to sign up for our mail-out so that we have a direct line to you in case Silicon Valley goes off the rails and decides to do more censorship than they already do. Here's the episode I recorded this morning with Matt Bruce on the Captain's America Third Watch, broadcast on Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people every day. Joining us right now, from undergroundusa.com is our good friend and longtime contributor, Frank Salvato. Aha! Aha! 70 degrees and clear, and they're all standing out there with coffee. Uh, yeah, all right. Thank you very much, gang. See you later. Bye. And there you go. They left as quickly as they showed up. Okay. Good morning to Fred at Fort Lauderdale chiming in. Uh, appreciate Fred and all his great comments. And uh, we got to start with uh, the big story uh, right now as far as what's going on in my area, which is going to be the lead story and probably around the country in some areas. Um, Brian is dead. He's dead. Yeah, you, you know, the, where he ducked into is a, is a pretty rugged pretty rugged piece of land oh i know and uh, I, I was talking to some people who are who are familiar with the florida wilderness a little bit and one theory is that he he leaned down to uh to try to fill his uh his his water his water receptacle and got dabbed up by a gator probably that's what i'm you thinking know, because so. the body is in such condition that it's uh oh i'm not gonna gross everybody out but it's uh, several pieces. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it's a tragic end to a tragic story that simply didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, if, if, there's a, if there's a testimony to learning how to control your anger, perhaps he's the poster child for it. Mm-hmm. And you got to believe, Frank, and I hope I'm wrong, you got to believe the parents somehow or another knew about what was going on here. Well, you have to know that they they understood that he had an anger problem, uh, and and to, to that end, I I don't think I I'm, I'm very appreciative of the way that they handled the, their relationship with the girl's parents. I I think them the fact that they wouldn't respond to them when they were concerned about their daughter's safety says a lot. And and again, I just got to double down on my statement. It's just a it's a very tragic story. That didn't have to happen. Uh, very, you know, we, we always talk about the way society is going and the problems with the education system. But being a parent is, is the most important job in the world. You know, you, you need to be able to to raise your children 
with with good morals, good ethics, make them balanced, make them understand the difference between right and wrong. That's your job. You know, we, we've gotten into a, a space where every parent wants to be their child, their child's best friend, and 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 you know, be on their level, elevate their children to adulthood way before their time. That's not really the way it goes. Doctor Spock was not a real good influence on, on how we raise children. Mm-hmm. You know, you you need to teach them the difference between right and wrong, and you need to be their parent first mm-hmm. before you're their friend. It's just yeah. the way it is. So you got to question whether this happened or not in in, in this relationship with uh, with with Brian. Yeah, you, know, you just have to. Now, uh, Joe Biden had a town hall since you and I have talked. And he said at the CNN town hall, he said, freedom? I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on now. Freedom? What are you talking about? Freedom? That's the way he said it. Yeah, yeah. this this guy is now a liability. He was before, but if, there's, if there was any question, this guy's a liability to the Democrat Party and to and to. Anybody who's collected, who's connected with left side politics, yeah. every time he opens his mouth, something's coming out that's so inappropriate. But how can we be surprised at that? I'm not over over the over the entirety of his tenure in politics. The guy has been a gas master. Mm-hmm. Wherever he goes and makes a comment, there's something inappropriate coming out of his mouth. So the question is, how did anybody vote for this guy? Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I find it incredulous to believe that we have so many people who could be led around by their nose by the mainstream media who just thumps on something and they just, people just buy it. Mm-hmm. Orange right. Man bad. Okay, well I can't vote for him then. Boy, I've got to vote for this guy who's got a forty year history of of, of saying inappropriate things and sniffing children's hair. Well, there. You know, come on, we come yeah. on, man. <laughs> yep, and and we're going to go to break, and when we come back from the break, we're going to address that a little bit more because of the six or seven states that actually gave Biden the uh, win and how they wound up doing it. And it wasn't legal in any sense of the word. We now know that, but elections have consequences. We're stuck with what we got because of the mechanism that's in place. We'll be right back. When you need to know, the Captain's America Third Watch is the place to go. Overnight, live, 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time on this station. More common sense, conservative talk. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. Hey, uh, 930. The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930. The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. All righty, and that number, of course, uh, comes from Terrestrial Radio. 
internet radio and satellite radio, and we are heard around the world. And our two biggest overseas markets are in India and Germany. And hello to both of those countries out there. Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com is with us. Now, I was teasing before we went to break about the fact that uh, uh, we've been talking for years and years and years about the eligibility issue. We were the only ones to talk for a long time about Obama when they were going, oh, he wasn't born in the U.S. and he's this and he's that. No, look at this. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the fact of the matter is, unfortunately, our founding fathers never thought we were going to have that problem. And there was nothing, nothing to allow us to do anything about it in the Constitution. Yeah, there's there's no no groundwork for vetting a candidate that's they've got the you know the qualifications. What what you the the qualifications you must meet, the prerequisites for for holding the office, but there's no direction on who gets to uh, who gets to vet that and validate that. It's left to each of the political parties uh, to determine, and right. they don't have to share it with the American people. Nope. So when the question of, of Barack Obama's eligibility was being foisted about, mm-hmm. it was a moot point because if the Democrats said that's our nominee, that's their nominee, and they don't have to show any of the, any of the paperwork that proves that uh, any of the eligibility requirements. So that's that's something that uh, if there was ever to be a constitutional convention, might not be a bad thing to add into it. It, it removes an issue, but there's a there's a lot of things that are. Uh, loopholes that our framers and, and our founders thought integrity would take care of. Uh, one of the ones we were talking about over the break was was uh, uh, the fact that we had state legislatures during mm-hmm. this last election mm-hmm. saying we have a problem with what was happening here with the election law. It was done outside the purview of the constitutionality mm-hmm. of the issue, and we want the Supreme Court to step in, and the Supreme Court said we're not going to hear the case. Yeah. There was a complete abdication of responsibility by the Supreme Court, a third branch of the federal government. Mm-hmm. When the state legislature, who by the Constitution is charged with executing executing the the certification of electors, and, and overseeing overseeing how elections are supposed to happen in their states is circumvented by an ele- the executive branch of the states, which is a usurpation of the constitutional duties of, of of federal election law. Then the Supreme Court is mandated to step in and say the Constitution is being violated here. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, in each of the states where the legislature stood up before the electoral college voted to say we've got a problem with this and the Supreme Court did nothing? Well, there's where your insurrection took place, people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. Absolutely positively true. Now, the other thing is, is when it comes to uh, Joe Biden, to say that he's going into the toilet is the understatement of the year. Some of his numbers are down in the 20s. Now, listen to this one. This is... uh, a poll where 28% of the independents approve of the job he's done. Uh, obviously, the rest of them don't. And his approval rating overall in a new uh, poll is 37% approval rating, 50% disapprove. He's underwater by 13 points there. Now, immigration, only 27% approve, 58% don't. The economy, 36% approve, 53 do not And uh, 
the economy. People believe 36% of Americans believe the economy will be in a stronger position 12 months from now. The other folks believe that it's not going to be anywhere around as long as this guy's in, in, in the office of president. I, I'm stunned that there's even 27% of the people who think he's doing a good job. Yeah. That's the alarm. That's the alarming number for me. Yep. There's, there's a core over a quarter of the nation that believes this idiot is doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Do they not shop? Do they not drive cars? Do, do, you know, my God, I, think- I, I mean, what a year, a year ago, we were energy independent. Yep. Guess was what? One, one eighty nine when he took office, one eighty nine, mm-hmm. you know, a, a gallon of milk was like a third. Was a third of what it is today. Yep. We had full shelves of the in the stores. Mm-hmm. We had more freedom to congregate, and move about the country. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with the people who think he's doing a good job? This mm-hmm. guy is the worst, and and Jimmy Carter's got to be happier than anything in the world. Yeah, because he's no longer you know, the worst president. He's no longer the worst president that's ever served. This guy is an embarrassment. When you've got when you've got former prime ministers of Britain calling the sitting president an imbecile, mm-hmm. you know when you have leaders around the world who are scratching their head looking at looking at the president of the United States, and China is just slapping him around the world stage. Yep. Putin's having a good chuckle at him. You know, but 27% think he's doing a good job? Mm-hmm. I, I got to question the intelligence level of anybody who voted for Joe Biden. Anybody. Mm-hmm. He, he telegraphed that he was going to be this the entire time he was on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. No one looked at the 40 years that he had put in, that he's put in the, to, to the public sector to see what he actually Ask the average Biden person what he was famous for before he became vice president. What did he do? What did he accomplish in Congress? He ate ice cream. Yeah, he ate ice cream. <laughs> this guy has been a this guy's been a boob since he was elected, and, and he's he's like a, a super boob now. Mm-hmm. But twenty seven percent think he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were that many communists in the United States. Me either. Okay, let's talk about John Durham. His investigation is reaching out a lot further than a lot of people thought. And some Democrats right now are scrambling a little bit because it looks like as if after going after uh, the attorney, Sussman, that uh, Fusion GPS and some other Democratic back groups and figures are getting subpoenas to testify before the grand jury. And they're starting to really shake in their boots. Good. Good. Yeah, you would hope that the apparatus would treat each of those individuals who knowingly lied now. We know they lied. Mm-hmm. We know the dossier was BS. They should all be treated the way the, the, way the, the FBI treated Michael, General Flynn. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. And I think Chase Bank should drop all of their accounts, just like they did to General Flynn, too. The, these people who, who manipulated the American people lied to them to get them for politically opportune purposes, should be treated just like Michael Flynn and Donald Trump were treated. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, of course, 
We're looking at probable expansion of Durham's reach, and uh, nobody should be surprised where he's going because the Democrats just don't want him snooping around right now. And, Frank, hold that thought. You're going to stick around for another segment. We'll be right back, and we're going to tell you some things you probably didn't know about Frank Salvato and (laughs) UndergroundUSA.com. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Captain's America Third Watch rolls along. Ron Edwards is going to take us to break. Hello, I'm... Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook, and you're listening to the Captain, Matt Bruce, on America's Third Watch. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. When you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there. AM 930, the answer. All right, Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com is with us. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Now, thank you for sticking around, first of all. Absolutely. Now, I want Anytime to, and always. Yeah, no, I want to talk to people a little bit and let them know a little bit more about what you do. Now, you, for years and years and years, uh, and I first ran across you when you were on uh, with Bill O'Reilly. Uh, that was what caught my attention. I went, oh, boy, i got to talk to this guy. And then you had a website called NewMediaJournal.us, which was there for years and years and years a standard in the industry before people even knew what a good news website was. You were there. Yeah, we were one of the one of the first, really five, uh, back when this whole thing started to take off in 1998. Where, you know, before podcasts and before uh, before every every news venue like Fox and CNN was was jamming in on on uh, website news. So it was like a new media journal. It was Newsmax. It was townhall.com. And and a couple of others, you know, it was was a a brand new thing, Mm -hmm. you know, for people going to the internet to get the news instead of relying on the big three and then the cable news channels. So uh, especially during the 2000 race and, and, and the 2004 races, there was a, uh, there was an alternative to what you were hearing on the alphabet networks, the cable news channels, where mm-hmm. where people were more dedicated to the facts, and then we were very proud about that. The, the media journal got us uh, invitations to talk to cabinet members in, in Washington D.C., and, and some of my analysis over there was uh, entered into the record in the House Foreign Relations Committee, you know, International Relations Committee. So I'm proud of the work we did over there. Uh, but it came, you know, it came down to social media and and Google especially, and and how they decided to marginalize conservative websites. Uh, when Google banished us from Google News because we dared to actually literally define the word jihad, uh, you know, they they pretty much took away our ability to be seen on the internet. Mm-hmm. So internet censorship has been going on for a really long time. Yeah, you know. It's uh, it's peaking right now, but it started back in the in the early days of the Bush administration after nine eleven, when they were censoring people to uh, for talking about Islamofascism. So now we've come to undergroundusa.com. Yeah, and you know it's it, it's a little bit of dark humor in in that name, but I was I saw this coming about about eight years ago that people who were telling the truth, people who were dedicated to the facts and talking about the facts and, and, and how they relate to how we're, 
how we're, we're handling issues in the United States today would necessarily have to go underground. Mm-hmm. And I, I did not know how prophetic that was going to be. You know, today, if you speak the truth, you get banished from social media. Nobody wants to talk to you on the, on the major networks. You have to be lockstep with the narrative. And, and people who are telling the truth are, they have to stand up and, and suffer the slings and arrows. So, in essence, we have gone underground. With, with the woke people in Washington in, in control, we've been pushed to fight to get the truth out just like the underground people did during World War II. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, that's what Underground USA, that was the genesis of the name. Uh, but we still do the same thing we did over at New Media Journal. You know, we've got a little bit more emphasis on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally my, my co-host shows up, uh, Andy Limbaugh. He's Rush Limbaugh's first cousin. Yep. Uh, we talk about <laughs> stuff in the news, and the cat, captain segments are always over there. Yep. And and we look at the things in the news, and and you'll see in the middle of everything that we write over there, it says, why does this matter? Mm-hmm. You know, why is this important? Well, and, and then we do a short analysis of why and how it affects the Constitution, the country, Americanism, freedom, liberty. Uh, we, we touch on things that some people might not have thought about, the consequences for some of the actions. Mm-hmm. So it's a quick read. You know, go over there, sign up for the for the mail-out. Uh, we've got a, a headlines of breaking news thing on Telegram. We'll get that group together. Uh, purges every day, so it's fresh. There's, there's not, a lot of, not a lot of noise over there. We just like to make sure people have the information. And for the 20 years that that uh, I've been doing either the New Media Journal or, or Underground USA. Uh, the most steadfast supporter that we've had has, has been you, Matt, and, mm-hmm. and the Captains America, and I can't tell you how grateful I am for the ride. Well, we appreciate it, and we appreciate you. Now, I want to talk about Steve Bannon, because the House voted yesterday to hold him in contempt of Congress. Now, it gets a little worse than that, because uh, they've suggested a criminal referral uh, through the Attorney General to the Department of Justice and um, good old uh, good old uh, uh, Attorney General uh, himself sat there like as if he didn't know what the hell was going on yesterday, didn't know a lot of different things, which tells me he's not much of an Attorney General. But the fact of the matter is, uh, Mr. Garland, okay, uh, is going to decide whether or not he's going to put this over to the Department of Justice for a little bit further for prosecution. Well, I'll tell you, talk about a two, two different ways of handling things. I, I mean, this is, this is just stunning. When, when there were contempt charges against Eric Holder, yep. nobody was talking about anything like this. Nope. Nobody. nobody. The, the Attorney General himself held in contempt of Congress, and nobody said, there has to be a special prosecutor, or he has to be held to account. Yep. He just walked away, put that on his resume, and that was it. Yep. And now you have a private citizen being held in contempt of Congress, and they're talking about a criminal prosecution? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is unacceptable. This is, this is a, a, a clear demonstration of a two-tiered justice system, politicized two-tiered justice system. If the DOJ even touches this, 
It is proof beyond any doubt that it is now a political organization that is no longer entangled with the law. It has been weaponized, and Democrats are using it for political persecution. Mm-hmm. If they don't treat Bannon like they treated Eric Holder when it, when it comes to, to criminal prosecution for, for contempt of Congress, then they have proved that the justice system in the United States has been politicized to the point of being inept. Mm-hmm. Well, very true. I, I don't doubt that for a second. Now, um, I want to mention uh, one last little thing here. And it's the fact that uh, we know about Jen Psaki uh, came out and made a comment yesterday. Well, the $10,000 IRS bank account reporting is going to be the threshold. Doesn't apply to people uh, who get W-2s. Doesn't apply to this. Doesn't apply to that. Well, here's what they did. They took the reporting of the $600, ejected up to 10000 total for the year, which is about $835 per occurrence. They're still going to get people. <laughs> They've, they've got no right to do any of that under the Fourth Amendment. All right. I will talk to you on Monday, my friend. Have a great weekend. Stay low, my friend. All right. That is Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Go over there, check him out, see all the different things he has to say. Coming back with a sports zone quarterback, Patrick Hyland. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.